Entertainment Marketing Confidential, where we discuss everything, and usually we try to talk about brands and the entertainment space. I'm your host, Daphne, and thank God I'm joined by our producer, Eric. Where where was I? Where was I for the last six months? Where have we been? I, seriously, how, I feel like I haven't talked to you forever. It's been a bit. It has been a minute. It's, it's <laughs> things been have crazy. But nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's been like it's been like an outward, like like looking out crazy. It's nuts, and I've been keeping track of how many days. Like, you know, I don't know. I, I got to look at what number I'm on. Like two twenty five, two thirty of captivity. <laughs> that's that's about that sums up, which seems like a lot, but it has been since March, so it's like seven months now. I mean, all kidding aside, you know, now that's Halloween. I mean, it's going to be a year before we know it so time flies when you're having fun and i'm laughing because of not traveling and not eating out and not doing anything i'm buying a home in the mountains (laughs) (laughs) okay not you know net positive that's kind of cool just like because i live in a thousand square feet i'm like oh my god oh my god i gotta get out (laughs) yeah i get that um uh, uh, I do not have those savings yet. However, uh, we have been just trying to go on drives and just go through drive throughs <laughs> No, dr- <laughs> well, I mean, alcohol's a drug. So a lot of drugs, if you're going to get technical oh, with it. I feel that's essential. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, Wine and seltzer. What? You know, I was just thinking that is the world's best segue to whatever we're talking about today. Oh, yeah. yeah. Near, 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 um, and what's really strange about all of this is we've been planning to record today for a couple weeks, and here in California, we woke up to the news that Bond numero uno, Sean Connery, passed away last night in his sleep. Yeah. Um, now, for me, I'm a Roger Moore girl. That's kind of who I grew up with. Sorry, but Sean Connery, I mean, come on i mean that guy got hotter as he got older i don't know what his butt looks like so i can't really comment mm-hmm. but you know i don't just on screen he's a badass he's sexy i mean i don't know think about it just he's just a badass and he got better with age you gotta imagine just how he moves in the bond films and the in the indiana jones film like he's got to have a pretty okay toned butt to do all that all that running all that stuff you know that's a really good point <laughs> you know what's so funny you know what's so funny when we were talking about this you were um trashing pierce brosnan um the pierce brosnan bond but not yet i haven't not yet <laughs> but that's pierce brosnan is the bond that i have in my head because goldeneye was a big um nintendo 64 oh. game that we all play and it's his face on the graphic art so when i pictured bond i see pierce brosnan it's it's funny I got a fun shit for you that I'm going to Okay. So pardon me, everyone. So Google it and get the real story. (laughs) So for (laughs) me, my favorite Bond is For Your Eyes Only. Hmm. That one, you know, now looking back, the special effects are cheesy as fuck, but I love the locations. And when you revisit it, you're going to see a Switzerland. Like there's sort of like these movies I watched as a kid that I think completely drove my professional life. Because, you know, not that Mm -hmm. I'm a spy. (laughs) 
an international ice skater, you know, it totally. <laughs> and I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my favorite. Like I look back and, oh, here's what it was. There's mm-hmm. an actress that I think, is her name Ursula? Oh my God, this is so sad. But anyway, a woman in the film was dating a young Pierce Brosnan at the time. and that's sort of how we got in the mix and there's a good backstory there hey google pierce brosnan for your eyes only because there's a good backstory i don't remember wow hey at least i remember what i was trying to say so i get points for that (laughs) (laughs) yes i am proud of you because like who can keep our thoughts straight like with everything going on no no zero zero chance (laughs) and you know i think about you know i've only read a couple of the books and the before we started recording, we were playing with our virtual backgrounds. And what's kind of fun is one of my backgrounds is Dukes in London. Mm. And I figured, you know, if I'm really going to be serious about trying martinis, that's the place to go. Because apparently Ian Fleming would have his martini there when he was writing the books. So huh. I guess folklore, true, not true, who the fuck knows. And they got another really good drink called the Bullseye. Wait, that's probably not even the name of it. It's something beef or <laughs> it's kind of a variation of the funny, right? spending too much on drinks in London so totally worth it they're so good I wonder this is like a this is like completely like left turn but I I remember like the big thing was like the the cafe where JK Rowling would write Harry Potter I wonder if that doesn't get visited so much anymore because JK (laughs) where's that cafe I don't know (laughs) yeah well just that JK is like kind of uh hated now so I wonder if people care why oh why she hated Oh, it's, it's, she's made like a lot of like transphobic like comments like over the past couple of years. And so people are like, her, her audience tends to be very young and very liberal. So they um, have turned, they, they, they've like taken that as, yeah, it's, yeah. All right. Um, I don't like the Harry Potter movies. I own them because my, <laughs> I had to watch them my traveling last year and I refused to read the books. So whatever. No I've. I've read all the books and I've watched all the movies and I have, if you were to, if I were to, if I were to move my webcam, you would see the Ravenclaw thing Aww. hanging up on my, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a Harry Potter fan. So you can imagine me not, um, not very happy that J.K. Rowling has turned into a bigot that in this last sad. couple of years. Yeah, it's okay. What are you going to do? Cunt. <laughs> 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 great now i have to censor now i have to censor that no you don't oh okay next right. tuesday we have profanity um so off topic um universal that harry potter land mm. um that's probably one of the best rides out there it's a pretty Looking dope ride Hogwarts. and i was on it with my nephew and my daughter and we got stuck and i was in that part where you kind of tip sort of upside down all the blood rush my head I almost threw up on the ride Oh shit! <laughs> no, oh, no. What a great ride! But the she Butterbeard raining everywhere. Butterbeer raining butter, every Butterbeer butter because that's what they serve you there. Yeah, the exactly. Beer. Yeah. Down the road. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Pierce. So sorry. So Sean Connery's dead. Um, yeah. I, I, that, you know, again, class act. The fact he went peacefully in his sleep. So it's it's. I have to say not, whatever you're going to say about Bond. It was a little. I know it's a different sort of tone because he'll, you know, he's going to have a long, long, amazing legacy. You know, was it, oh, was it, um, oh my God, I should just not, what was the Tom Clancy um, Hunt for Red October? What's the, yes, that's, that sounds right. (laughs) 
and entrapment amazing and by the way Catherine zeta jones's ass when she's going underneath <laughs> the lasers is amazing you know what's funny i think that's the first time you, we've referenced a woman's ass on this oh, uh, on this podcast beauty is on point. <laughs> i'm just because what's the nick cage michael bay movie where he escapes from alcatraz is it alcatraz? Uh, <laughs> it's national treasure i don't know uh <laughs> oh, it's movie jerry bruckheimer where nick i don't know i don't know i just don't, <laughs> yeah, I just don't know anything anymore and i try <laughs> what are you gonna do look i put pants on today and brush my teeth so i <laughs> That's one more thing than I've done today. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about Bond. Dun, dun, dun. Um, now, as we all know, by the name of this podcast and the how many episodes leading up to this, I have made a career in entertainment and marketing and at the <sighs> product placement. And I have a lot of views on where we are with bond and product placement and none of them are popular. So I'm going to say things just in advance because, you know, I mean, come on, it's bond. He's a beloved character. People love these movies. People put a lot of hard work into these movies and a lot of people have made money working on these movies. So I don't want to insult that. I'm coming from the point of view of when the product placement of a movie, um, overshadows bond i think I, I think you've gone to a place that you shouldn't be um and i get it people want to make money you want to protect you, you know your franchise your ip and you want to get what you want to maximize that ip but that's going to tell you where we're going to go with this so again my apologies in advance if your last name probably don't want to listen to this and you totally want to bleep that last name <laughs> <laughs> okay oh bleep it again definitely want to bleep that name um so we're using an article um, from the BBC website, Does Bond's Product Placement Go Too Far? Um, by Nicholas Barber. And this was put up in October, 2015. So it's a little dated. So we picked this because it's on point, but two, there's about five years in there. So, you know, maybe some by, we're not gonna offend them. And also like 2015, like that was the last Bond movie, right? Spectre, it's not like there's been a new one out Skyfall. yet, right? <laughs> was that Sky? Uh, no, Skyfall was a uh, 2012. Jesus fucking hell! I think it's been. I think another I Bond movie is supposed to come out. Point, there's supposed to be one coming out this year, but is it going to go to Netflix? I think so. Get digital release because it got yeah. Christmas and then fuck knows what happened. Yeah, but I think Spectre in 2015 was the last one, so I think we're still up to date on these movies. Trust you because I'm going with my. I'm not exactly sure what my name is or how to work a computer. <laughs> but again, I mean these movies. We know great action fun locations, probably sexy people. Um, and this article starts with a quote, James Bond is a synonymous with brands as with sex and car chases, but does advertising in the films go over the top? Um, I'm just gonna save everybody reading an article. Daphne says, yes. Um, <laughs> you know, what's really interesting is, you know, sort of, I started in the eighties um, for your eyes only, Octopussy, of you to a kill which has the best theme song by the best band ever everybody dran dran um <laughs> where you know bond in the books you know aston martin you know it you had the sort of that first evolution of bond and then as we were saying we have pierce brosnan and that's where bond just on steroids i mean the action the leading ladies 
you know, I mean, it was, it was like a whole new bond. Like there was something so captivating about it. And I remember why is bond in a BMW? Hmm. I thought he drove Aston Martin. Eh, whatever. It was a really cool ass car. So who cares? Um, despite what the article says, I love when he drives a tank through the Perrier truck. I think that's pretty badass. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting as you go through this article, you know, it talks about Aston Martin, Land Rover, and then how now it's Belvedere, Bollinger, Heineken. Um, and I circled, but considering how embarrassing product placement can be, wouldn't Bond be better off without it? You know, at one point in my life, I always felt that James Bond was the epitome of cool. Well-dressed, great car, sexy women, great location. I mean, everything about him was just on point. Now, when I watch a Bond movie, I look at these brands and think, hmm, you overpaid. I don't think they're cool. I don't think mm. they did anything amazing. I think everyone, and this is normal people, you look at this and go, I'm sorry, is this a brand movie or a Bond movie? Hmm. Because the brands aren't helping. The brands aren't yeah. enhancing the story. And by hmm. the way, wasn't it Skyfall where they had the train of VW bugs? Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and, and, and Leah, I mean, you've always said that if, uh, you know, a brand is here to enhance the story and if it's taking away from the story at all, then it shouldn't be in it. Well, whose That's... story is it? Right. Whose story it's, is it? Are we telling the producers. a vodka story <laughs> or an Ian Fleming story? Um, you know, I also get, and by the way, look up this article because I think it does a really nice dive into maybe why productions use product placement, excuse me, why they use product placement and maybe what the brands are hoping to achieve. Um, I don't know, I, you know, going into the article a little bit, a couple paragraphs and they kind of allude to the fact that maybe we wouldn't have these Bond movies if they didn't have the product placement. Hmm. So when you make a movie, we're going to use round numbers because fuck if I could do math. Um, <laughs> not today. Not today, Satan. Um, not this year. <laughs> yeah, right? Hell no. So let's say your movie costs $100 million. You're going to spend another 75 to $100 million promoting your film and advertising. So why would a big giant movie that costs a shit ton of money want brands? Because the promotion those brands would bring to the table will offset that promotion advertising. Um, if Heineken, as it's saying, spends 45 million to promote the movie, well, shit, you need to spend a hundred. Hey, thanks, Heineken. You just covered half of it. But remember that if a brand really just covered half of a movie's promo and advertising budget, either A, their placement's going to be all over the place and obnoxious, or the brand got fucked. So you figure out where they landed on that. Um, I like Heineken, by the way, it's good beer. Um, <laughs> I think that's really interesting because it's, you know, it goes into that, you know, it's unfortunate because right here it's saying like he feels that films need the product placement order to get made, which I don't know. But what do you think? There, I mean, I, I think there's a pro there's a difference between what's uh, needed and what's excessive. Like if you look at the last four movies with um uh, Craig, uh, what's his last name? Daniel I'm blanking Craig. on it. Daniel Craig. Thank you. Nice if you look at the... <laughs> you know what um not so much his i don't like his face that much compared to all the other bonds but but i believe it's there <laughs> i believe it's there if i um what was the what was the movie girl with the dragon tattoo i think you see his butt oh, in, that. in that yeah oh for sure um not too into his face anyway if you look at the last four movies with daniel craig it looks like 
they've ramped up how many products appear in just these last four movies uh-huh. more than any other generation of bond like the 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 list is just thicker like if you go oh, just go start, down them and they start talking about the brands in the film it's kind of like how the super bowl is all about the ads and the article sort of covers you know what's the correlation between box office and placement would that movie would you know skyfall had made as much money if it didn't have that promotional support mm, i don't know probably not that's a really good point um it's interesting so they talk about all the product placement deals and to quote it as beneficial as this transaction may be to both parties it's what happens beyond the film that really matters and again that leads us to the promotion and you know if you're a brand and you're in bond you're not going to be there unless you are stepping up with a huge promotion so it's oh for sure this whole cycle of placement promo drives the placement promo well who's the bad guy who the fuck's the Bond girl? Why am I and, and, your bullshit car? What the fuck's this movie about? <laughs> and it doesn't, I, it doesn't quite make sense that like, like I would expect overbranding for for a, a new IP, but Bond, I don't feel like needs overbranding. I feel like Bond would be like people would go to see a Bond movie no matter what because it's 100%, established. Percent, and we'll get into that onto page three. You know. It's interesting. <laughs> talks about this cross promotion is valued by the brands because it cements their association with bonds grown-up glamour but it's just as crucial to the film no it ain't it could be any vodka it could be any car and it should be aston martin if it's not aston martin it makes no damn sense and honestly like i said if i see a brand in bond that means you paid and does that necessarily make you cool no 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 it shows you have a lot of money but does it make mm-hmm. you cool does it make you mm-hmm. desirable does it make you luxurious I don't know because if brands, I mean, if a character is pimping himself out and going to the highest bidder, I don't make that association to him being cool. Mm-hmm. I think they're taking advantage of Bond. They're diluting the Bond name and they're insulting moviegoers. For sure. So you I can't. Know. You can't. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's one thing to have him like like it, drinks, for example. Like if he's drink, he could be drinking any vodka and it works for his character. But if he's drinking a Coca Cola that doesn't do anything for his character that that's uh, that he bond isn't the coca-cola guy that's not his image um he needs to have a martini in hand uh <laughs> that and if you see vodka in the background that's it um it definitely cheapens him yes for sure. remember when bond was about gadgets yeah the umbrella that you know closed when it got wet you know and as the article says i mean it's brilliant for the production company um like i said you know a page ago other people are doing their marketing so when you look at this who wins oh production and they're brilliant because they have the golden egg everyone pays a shit ton of money to go hang out with it and then they pay money to advertise the film and then there's that whole pr nonsense talking about the brands where that gets more hype than the damn movie so to me the winner without a doubt are the filmmakers I think mm-hmm. the film suffers and I think the brands are crazy. And the next brand, oh, I want to do Bond. Oh, do you? Oh, so original. So original to want to do Bond. Hey, do Kingsman. Mm. That would have been original. And for what you pay to do one Bond, you could do 10 other things. It's true. It's true. It's probably yeah. a pretty, uh, pretty high pr- like uh, uh, enter- entrance fee to get into b- the Bond franchise for sure. Uh, you saw what they said, 45 million for Heineken. 45 million 
And the thing is, if I'm Heineken, I wouldn't leave that franchise. Pick the three to five brands that make sense, have them stay. You know, like, look, it's a car movie. It's a fun driving movie, obviously alcohol, but kind of pick a brand and stick with it. It's the shopping of the brands that I think cheapens him. Yeah, for sure. And if anything, I'd love to see a bond with no brands. Oh. uh, Because go back to the story. Is this about bond or is this about branding? I mean, at this point, at just where the movie engine, where Hollywood is, I that's never going to happen, right? Like, it, it, there can be other spy movies that don't do that, but Bond is kind of um, <laughs> his his IP lives with a studio somewhere, and that studio requires branding. I would I would guess Bond, Aston Martin, and then where is it in the article? Ah, uh, here we go. Um, where's the quote? One moment, please. Why I try to find me? Do do do. Uh, do, do. Casino Royale. Eva Green asks Daniel Craig if his watch is a Rolex. Omega. He replies, "Beautiful." She purrs. <laughs> and, and then, wait, and then the article goes. Ugh, groans everyone in the cinema. <laughs> that is. That's a lot. There's no fucking way Bond's wearing an Omega. Yeah. Oh, sorry. (laughs) What I'm saying is, wait, are these all awesome brands? Fuck yeah. Can I afford any of them? Fuck no. But there's something about what's the source material? Go back to the book. Mm -hmm. Now, just to point out, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Who knows what he drives in the books? But BMW has been smart enough to partner with Jack Ryan in film and for Amazon, where people think Jack Ryan's always driven to BMW. Mm-hmm. Subtle, stick with a character, stick with a IP, and really make it your own. Um, full disclaimer, I have in my past worked on a couple of Bond movies for various alcohol brands, so I figured I should disclose that. Um, anyway. Here we go. Let's continue through this article. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. By the way, this is a brilliant article writer, man, Nicholas Barber, that I completely forgot your at name the, for the past 20 minutes. Again, at the BBC. Right, on their website. So, brand James Bond is a section. The reason that Bond movies can shift perceptions is that they occupy a niche which is unlike that of any other blockbuster. 100%. I mean, in theory, Bond's a tastemaker. What mm-hmm. luggage? What yeah. briefcase? What watch? I mean, this is the guy every dude used to want to be and every chick used to want to bone. And every spy movie since has drawn from from him. I, that, I mean, to say he's iconic is insulting to the word iconic. Um, and when you look at the books, they talk about like Fleming describes a great in great detail sort of all the things that Bond uses. And whether it comes down to a glass of wine, a meal he's eating, or a car he's driving, or the suit he's wearing, that's how Bond became synonymous with quality goods. The notion really started with the books. And if you think you may not be alive tomorrow, you might as well have the best of everything. And that's absolutely fucking brilliant. Because if you are 007, if you are, you know, British intelligence, and you're licensed to kill, there's a good chance you're going to die. So live like a baller. (laughs) You know what I mean? 
you know, I get it. You want to wear nice shirts, nice underwear, great sheets. Absolutely. But for me, take it down a notch in the film. But what about doing, because now we have shit like technology and we have shit where like, hey, dude, I can buy shit online. Do a store like the world of Bond where you go in and like, is it Mr. Porter, whoever did the clothes? And I can't remember the luggage company because they're forgettable, mm. like whatever that was. <laughs> And go, like, if he's a tastemaker, go have the world of Bond. Like, I'd rather go in on my own and discover a whole, what, auxiliary world, ancillary world, side world of Bond. Like, I want to go through his apartment. What glasses does he use? What is his liquor? What kind of mixer does he use? Ooh, what are those stirry things for drinks? I want to know all this shit. His shaving cream, his razor. Don't fucking pimp that shit out in a movie. Because the world of Bond behind the scenes, I think, do that story. Leave the story for the movie, but how you promote the movie and how the brands do what they do, give me something fucking unique. Like how I talk about (laughs) the name of the store. London, Swain Adney Brig is this little shop. They made Indiana Jones's hat. They made the Kingsman umbrella. Hey, they made Mary Poppins shit too. So do that like who who wait who's asshole in what seville row in london who makes bond suits that guy like tell me like straight out give me the world of bond behind the scenes i don't want to see that shit when he's saving the world yeah for sure and that's the point that there's plenty of good marketing uh uh, possibilities for them outside of it like if that store would do a pop-up just around just in la and new york and around the world I want to discover it. I don't want to be force fed it. I miss being able to go, ain't gonna lie, that was a really cool lamp. Because his apartment, his world is so fucking amazing that we could never ever explore. That's the appeal. By filling it with Heineken, I feel I can afford Heineken. You know, <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like it's tipped too much. And again, no one's gonna I I, I know I stand alone on this and thank God for. Nicholas who felt this way five years ago because there's two of us um it's weird like I really struggle with it because on one hand it's brilliant but on the other it's too much bond is the story bond is the story not your car and beer if if you were to pick um like 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 Aston Martin for one sure if you were to pick five brands like if if the movie is like all right we have James Bond we're only putting five brands in the film what would your five brands be? It depends on the script. Hmm. Um, so it depends on the categories. Cause you think a, his car and a vodka would probably be in all of them. Sure. And then from there, I probably rotate the other three, you know, I'm curious how bond gets from a to Z. Is he flying private? Is he hmm. on British airways? Yeah, it's, I, I, funny. I think the first, um, if you go to the first Sean Connery movie, I think it was uh, Pan Am was like their first. Uh, I still think uh, branding. You fly Pan Am, <laughs> even though they're not <laughs> <in> business. <laughs> but they make it look so fancy in the sixties. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Bond, um, and maybe this is just we need to wait for the Daniel Craig era to end. Um, and for the well, next hold one. on we'll end with that one but like for example like we were saying like which categories go back to oh. the, he wore a rolex in the book 
I ain't gonna lie, I'm brain farting. Is Aston Martin in the book or did it just show up in the films that we just think it is? You know, no idea. Yeah, so Aston Martin, <laughs> for whatever reason, Rolex and then pick a vodka. Was it Belvedere? Because I know it's kind of changed, Finlandia, whatever. Whatever his original vodka is. And just stick with it. And by the way, it's okay if they don't have the most money. Do what works and what's authentic. Yeah, but then, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, producers aren't looking like that's what the directors run, want right but the producers might be like well if we're gonna get 50 million from this vodka or 100 million from this vodka it's hard for them to tell like their their bosses the studio like hey um <laughs> we're gonna lose 50 million but this is more on brand i don't know how to make that decision i i don't know how they yeah, can exactly you know and again obviously they're doing it right whatever it is. It, I mean, it, excuse me, they're making money from it. And yeah, you know, I, you know, I mean, it's bond, you know? Um, I, I mean, come on. I mean, I, that, what can you say, I mean, everything he does is top of the line, but I don't know. That's you know? a good, you know, that's a good point. Like uh, just as an argument for like, if you're offered, if you, if you're offered 50 million from the right vodka and a hundred million from the wrong vodka, the way to pitch to the studio would be, look, Bond is an IP, Bond is its own brand, and if we cheapen it with this $100 million vodka that's not right for it, that's going to cheapen the IP later. Like, it's an investment to oh, get the right side, stuff. That's not how it's going to work. Yeah, for sure. I have a feeling production can come back and go, yeah, right, vodka, you need to pay twice as much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. as long as it keeps delivering eyeballs. But here we go. Let's bring in 2020 being 2020. So we had a bond. What? Remember? Oh, wait. However, this bond, we kept reading. They had no script. It no was about and what a mess it was. So that was honest to God, the best thing I've read because now bond seems authentic again. I didn't read a bunch of shit about brands. And then now how are we going to see bond i hope digital hope somewhere but the yeah. fact of the story again it's about bond good bad ugly it's about bond so you know i i hope they always keep these movies coming but i have to say i think like you were saying kind of to go back a couple minutes to your point of once daniel craig plays out i think he's good like when we look back in history how poor george lazenby was just we'll leave that off I think Timothy Dalton got a bad rap because he was Bond in the land of AIDS and being mm. PC. And it's not him. He just represented, I think, the era of mm. boringness of the world. And I think Daniel Craig is going to be commercial Bond. And mm. open letter to anybody anywhere who could hear my voice. We need Idris Elba. Yes. I, yes. Sexy yes, yes, motherfucker. Yes, yes, yes. And then we could bring it back to Bond. He would be fucking amazing. Can we just talk? Like, Idris Elba exudes cool, exudes oh, manliness. That voice, he's so fucking Yeah, voice is, yeah, very, very fucking, like, on brand for Bond. I feel bad that Idris Elba can't seem to be in a good movie. <laughs> um, He's not terrible in Molly's game. <laughs> he's, he's not terrible in anything he does. It just seems like everything he does is not the best. The mountain like he movie just has managed Kate Winslet that I don't remember the name of. <laughs> yeah. And then um and then um uh, Dark Tower was like a complete yeah. flop. 
like he, like straight up bond 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 i mean he yeah, oh my god that voice it's like silk it's smooth he's sexy i mean imagine him walking up did it oh my god my watch is talking to me shut up um bond james bond and he seems you just tell me yeah, and like also like Idris Elba could just be like Idris Idris Elba, and I would have the same effect because it's Idris oh, Elba. Great, great <laughs> So it's I think it's time for the next evolution of Bond. And the thing is, when it comes to an IP, when it comes to a franchise, dear God, I mean Ian Fleming, well done, great source material, and hats off to the Broccoli's and the different studios who've made these movies because. They have taken a series of books and have gotten decades and decades and decades of material and they've made him, I mean, it's Bond, you know, and I still, you know, and if you know what, if a brand, if it's something like Bond that gets their attention and that's what gets them excited about entertainment marketing, come on in, we'll find something that fits for you. You know, we'll find you something else. So if it creates excitement for my industry, excitement for my career, I'm all for it. So, you know, now that I've spent 40 minutes shitting on Bond, I mean, he definitely, I mean, come on, hats off. <laughs> hats off to Bond. <laughs> hats off to Long IP. Hats off to Sean Connery. Again, RIP. Rest in peace. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Dixie! So there you go. So conclusion is Bond. I mean, what more can you say? <laughs> would you, would you? Oh, so, God, sorry. Uh, would you, would you, would you want well, I guess no. A Bond has to be. Does a Bond have to be British? It probably has to be a yes, British actor. Yes, because he's on okay. MI6. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. What were we going to ask? Pull that out of my ass. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, Eric, if he's American, he's Ethan Hunt. <laughs> ah, there you go. Okay. We have enough move. Wow. Do you think there's going to be a next Ethan Hunt besides like Tom Cruise? Like, are yeah, they going to retire Tom Cruise? Okay. Interesting. Because yeah. if he I... had MI2, um, Anthony Hopkins was sort of the, uh, I don't know, boss guy. And then you had Jesus fucking hell. Really? Daphne, the guy who does <laughs> Trump on Saturday night live, the Baldwin. Oh, uh, uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec yeah. Baldwin. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. I totally could see Tom Cruise transitioning into that role. Hmm, interesting. Who would you want to be the next Ethan Hunt? Who could replace Tom, Tom Cruise's Ethan? There's like some talk of Jeremy Renner. I'm like, no, not no, he's too old really. already. Um, we need someone younger. I don't know because I think about like who's someone, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt would probably make a good. I feel like he. Um, he needs to be good looking. He needs to be built. He needs to have a nice butt, and you have to believe he could pull off those stunts. You know, the, I mean? Chris Evans make. And Chris Evans, that's America's butt. So, yeah. 100%. All right. Anything left to say on Bond before everyone associated with the film never talks to me again? <laughs> um, no, just what a legacy. Um, wow, 60, almost 60 years since since the first film, right? Mad 1962. Mad yeah. yeah. Keep it going. Yeah. All right. That was another amazing episode. <laughs> we did it. Confidential. We're officially back. Yeah, complete with brain farts and forgetting shit and bad language. Until next time. Talking about butt. 
<laughs> and talking about butts, like always. Talk to you next time.